Hello everyone, welcome to another one shot. Today about Trek to Yomi and uh, Yojimbo, or Japanese cinema in general. Now ever since I studied Japanese cinema uh, for a module at university, I became enamoured with some of the tales told on screen. It turns out if you are looking at the subgenre of kaiju films, I really like watching big monsters fight. Now of course, as with cinema from all over the world, Japanese cinema comes in many styles and spans many genres. I mention this because one which still holds a fond place in my heart to this day, despite my patchy memory, is Yojimbo. Now, when I recently played Trek to Yomi, I was reminded of my love for the film and Japanese cinema in general, so I'll now try to explain why. So, it turns out that Yojimbo is considered a Japanese classic by many, apparently, and personally I can see why. The story follows that of the titular lone samurai, so I think that makes him a ronin. Uh, as he set about to defend a village from pesky bandits who, of course, are just there to cause havoc and be generally bad people. Now, Trek to Yomi isn't quite the same story, though it is similar. Uh, it instead follows your character on a quest for revenge against the bandits, uh, the bandits, not the bandages, that sacked your village. So, like I say, similar, but a slight difference to Jimbo. And this means that, as you may have guessed, slicing and dicing your way to the top dog so you can put him down. Uh, it's a man, not a dog though, just, just in case I need to just point that out. But if you ask me about the tropes of a western film, for example, I'd be far more comfortable answering that for you. However, I still have some knowledge of Japanese cinema, hopefully. But for anything that follows, or anything that's come before this paragraph, please consider I may be a little off with my info, and I'm happy to be corrected, because life is about learning, and I'm happy to do that. Anyway, uh, Yojimbo and Trek to Yomi both have the quote-unquote classic Japanese feel for, uh, to me. The former because it literally is, and the latter because it manages to, in my eyes, capture the essence of those older films. Now, simply from an aesthetic point, there are numerous similarities, both in the visual style of the game, a grainy black and white image touched up to look a bit sharper and, and gorgeous, in my eyes, on uh, modern consoles, while still giving that old school feel, and the setting, props and weapons, and the world around you. Uh, there's also the audio, and I've always found a far calmer ambience to Eastern music at times. Uh, it's peaceful, but can be impactful when needed, and Trek to Yomi seems to understand this balance. Now, not only does the game look like a classic Japanese film, but the way it plays out allows you to assume control in ways that your revered heroes of old may have done. Your primary means of dealing with foes is to slice and dice with your katana, and there's a sort of rhythm to combat that you get into, and it's not all about aggression, but timing and patience too. Now it isn't obviously Dark Souls, but the link I'm trying to make is this kind of a rhythm to combat that you get into. It can be tricky if you don't try and master it. But the satisfaction you get after cleaving your way through a group of enemies is fantastic. And of course there are a few ranged weapons you can use, but let's be honest, you just want to use the big shot blade. Now one thing Trek to Yomi does include that I don't recall Yojimbo doing, although correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I know other films in Japanese cinema do, is the incorporation of traditional Japanese mythology. Now I believe that which is included in the game is genuine mythology from Japanese culture, and so not only did Trek to Yomi have me gleefully imagining I was an avenging samurai ronin, but it also invested me into one of the mythologies I'm unfortunately not up to date with all that much. However, I certainly aim to change this, and Trek to Yomi is one reason why. Now, because you're put in charge, rather than being a humble observer, as you would be in a film, there's a more personal feel to things. The characters in classic Japanese films are skilled individuals, or they end up that way, but when it's you in control, events that have played out and their resolutions feel more substantial by the time the credits roll. Now, to me at least. 
Now, maybe I'm just rambling a little bit because I didn't discover Japanese cinema until later in my adult life, but I'd be lying if I said that fusing it with another passion of mine, that being video games, wasn't a damn good outcome for me. So I wasn't quite sure which direction to take this piece in, but what I'm trying to say is that if you have a fondness for old school Japanese cinema, you like how many were once enamoured with the Western, then in my eyes Trek to Yomi does a damn good job of playing out like those films and has the bonus of letting you feel like a badass wielding a katana. So slice and dice, baby. As always, thanks for checking this post out. Feel free to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, links to the blog and pod are in the description below. If you're listening to the audio pod version, then links to YouTube and the blog are below. Uh, DualShock Dreams on Twitter. DualShock underscore and underscore Daydreams on Instagram. For now, stay safe. Take care. Peace and nugs.